Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. I'm in the thick of it, like really in the thick of it. I'm so busy right now between our coaching week, our clients, our free Facebook group community, recording podcasts, writing blogs, and trying to prepare for a big trade show coming up at the end of March. I mean, I'm in the thick of it and I know times are hard. I know that times are tough and I know in my own mind, I'm kind of wondering why sometimes, why are we doing all of this? And I know though, that when those thoughts come in my mind, it's a season and a moment in our lives that we're going through. There are seasons of sadness, seasons of loneliness, seasons of hope and new beginnings, seasons of growth, seasons of failure and seasons of achievement. And no matter what you're facing right now, we're going to take a deep dive in it because you know what, friend, you are in control of your future. And today we're going to talk about what entrepreneurs have to face the challenges you have, the decisions you have in front of you, and how to get through it. Welcome to the Boss Your Business podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, Let's get started. So like I mentioned, we are right now in this moment in pet business coaching week. We have almost 500 people who've registered between our new people who've come into the community and our clients. And we are having the best time. We're learning about promotions and events and marketing. 
and we're collaborating and the energy is fantastic and people are supporting each other and dreaming big. And then on the other side of it, in our Facebook group community, our free group for the pet industry professionals, that group's blowing up with awesome discussions, but I can tell that they're coming from a place of worry and pain and wondering about how they're going to survive in the current climate and business and employees and all the things that small business owners have to face. And it's a really interesting parallel here, here there's this group that's just full of hope and energy. And then there's struggle still within it in another place. And so I bring up the seasons of our life and the seasons of the business journey that we're in, because I know having been in the pet industry for over 20 years, I know that it's a roller coaster. There are ups and there are downs and what we are facing, what you are facing right now with the current challenges is a moment in time. It won't always be like this, but you are the only person that has the power to change any of your situation. So what we're going to talk about today in this episode are things that I do that I encourage our clients to do to move past these hard seasons in life. What actually started this episode concept and thought was a couple of weeks ago, I was in a live Q and a session with our pet boss club members. And the conversation that spun was from exhaustion and overworked business owners who were tolerating challenging employees and challenging customer situations, and they just didn't know what to do. And then around the same time, or a little bit earlier, I guess, at the end of December, another pet industry professional that I admire and respect shared a post. And he was a copy from somebody else had posted it, another small business owner. This is uh, BC. BC started a thread. And then what ended up happening is it spiraled and all small business owners, I feel like in the pet industry started sharing it. And I'm going to read it to you because it's what small business owners go through in the day to day. Okay. So these are not my words. It was copied from someone else and shared on social media, but this is what small business owners are going through. Running a business is hard. What they don't tell you is it causes severe anxiety and drains you mentally to the point of depression and even the most laid back people. People will talk about you, compare to others, they use you, they will view you as a service and not as a person anymore. You have to worry about it. If you forget to write them back, are they going to think that it was on purpose? Did you disappoint them? Will they hold it against you? When in reality, you just can't get to everyone's messages and emails. There's a reason that you don't see many people succeed in small business after five to 10 years. It takes a toll. It's freaking exhausting, especially this past year. So here's just a reminder that we are just normal people with hectic lives. Be kind, be patient, give grace. And this really resonated with me because I can see the challenge and the pain. And while I don't currently have a physical business and brick and mortar business anymore. I work with hundreds of you and I know that you're tired. I know that you're exhausted and I know that you are a real person with real needs and you are a very few percentage of people who actually had the courage to open up your business and go out on your own. And it's been a challenging year dealing with what customers are giving you and what the workforce is demanding and supply chain issues. There's challenges you're facing everywhere. You can't find employees. 
You can't find people that you can pay that will fit within the budget that you have. You end up tolerating bad team members because you're just happy that they're showing up. It's impossible to find time off. You've got these demanding customers and you're just trying to juggle all of these things. What we're going to talk about though, is that sometimes we make decisions that at the time might seem like a really good idea or no big deal to go down that path, but those decisions can turn into headaches and they change in these different seasons in our business. And when we're in the things that we can't control, the exterior, economic, social stuff, whatever is happening that we actually have no control over that's impacting the economy at this point. There are decisions we may be made in a different season that just don't fit us anymore. And so it's time to make changes because at the end of the day, your business should be supporting the lifestyle that you want, and it should be helping you build the future that you want. Wouldn't it be beautiful if you actually got to work the hours that you wanted to work or that you made the money that you needed to make to pay the bills? A lot of people talk about the workforce needing to make a living wage. What about a small business owner making living wage, right? I think oftentimes small business owners get wrapped up in it when they're actually not the monster taking the big paychecks away from the public, right? That's not what it is. Small business owners just hope to take paychecks and usually ensure, or if they have employees, not even usually, they're always ensuring that you're, that their team is taken care of and paid for. But wouldn't it be amazing if your business could actually pay you what you want? This business is not a nonprofit. <laughs> you did not sign up for a nonprofit. You did not quit your jobs with health insurance and 401ks to work for nothing and to suck all of the money out of your savings account. It's not what you signed up for. You also didn't sign up for hurting all your personal relationships, whether it's with your children or your significant others or your friends. It's not what you signed up for when you started your business. COVID has shown us that it's important to be with our family and our friends. It's reminded us how fragile life is. It's helped us reconnect to potential hobbies that we thought were important for those of you that have actually had some time off. And for many of you, it has made you question if you want to continue doing this. I, in my life as a business coach, which has now been five years, <laughs> so it hasn't been that long. But as a business coach, I have never gotten so many emails and messages from people who are done. They are ready to sell. They, you know, they just feel like this is just not fun anymore. This was a great ride and they actually are making money. So now maybe they can pay themselves because they can't find team and pet parents are abundant more than ever. And they're all spending money on their pets. And so the money is flowing and is there they're exhausted and they just need to know what's next because they don't want this anymore. And if that's you, I'm here to tell you that this might be time for you to exit, but it also might just be a season, a season and a moment in your entire career where it just sucks and is hard right now, but it will get better because remember guys, it is a roller coaster. <laughs> There's scary times and fun times and easy times all on that roller coaster. And this just might be the scary part. <laughs> it's totally your choice though on what you want to do. And some of you though have decided in your businesses that you really are in it to scale. You want multiple locations or you're thinking about that. 
And if that's your dream and your vision, then maybe you need to take a little less money right now so that you can invest back into the company. And eventually when you have your multiple locations, you're able to take a larger pay because you're kind of skimming from all of the businesses collectively. And that's where you want to go. Or maybe you're trying to build an asset that is worth more when you're ready to sell. We're all at different places in our journey. We're all experiencing different things. And that's why I harp so hard all the time about you can't compare yourselves to other people. Last week's episode was all about this concept of eyes on your own paper. We all have uniquenesses to each of the experiences that we're facing and our businesses in general. So it's really hard to compare ourselves to other people. So what I want you to do is really take a hard look at the type of lifestyle you want and need and how your business can support that lifestyle. So I'm ready to share with you a couple different things on what I think about when I'm in these tough times. When I'm faced with any challenge, here are the things that I'd like to think about. No matter what it is, money, team, customers, bad review, bad relationship, stressed out workload, too many things on my to-do list. The number one question is what's the root of the problem? What's the real root of the problem? Don't blame other people. I want you to think about this as it relates to you. You are the owner of your company. You either tolerate certain things or you say yes to things. You tolerate certain behaviors. You may exhibit certain behaviors because it's just your personality and your nature. We can't control what the government says. And that really ultimately doesn't really impact on how it relates to us. Okay. Everything that you're facing ultimately comes back to you. So when I say, what's the root of the problem, I want you to think about it, how it relates to you as how you're leading your company and the decisions that you are choosing to make. Then you dig into the whys. So once you start to give your, get yourself an answer of what, what's the root of the problem, you give yourself an answer, then you go into all the whys. Well, why is that happening? Well, why does that happen? Well, why does that impact that thing? It's a problem solving method that explores all the underlying cause and effects of that original problem. And we just go deeper and keep saying, well, why, well, why, well, why? And we go as deep as we can until we get to the root of the real issue, because I'm going to tell you, it normally comes down to something that you are tolerating a behavior of an employee that you have or a behavior in yourself, or it comes down to an improper communication system always meaning your employees don't have a specific process to be able to communicate about the problems that they are facing in the business. And so all that noise comes back at you, or, you know, you don't have a manager in place to support you, to give you some free time away from the business, or you're tolerating something, or maybe you just need to work on your own leadership, but we have to start with what the root of the problem is because it's so easy to blame everybody else. Next on this list are to start to think of some solutions, right? Like, well, how can we fix those things? Once you know the root, you can't fix something that's not the root. <laughs> you got to get to the root first. The third thing I like to think about is what opportunities might exist in my current surroundings. Like what might, well, now that I know what the root of the problem is, what opportunity is there for me? So this is the glass is half full attitude. It's not glass is half empty. Glass is half empty is when you're angry and irritated, but now we're looking for solutions. So what opportunities might exist and who can I connect with to discuss this? Who could I partner with? Who could I 
reach out to that is in my circle and is in my network that can help me solve this problem. That's what you need to do when you face your challenges. Root of the problem. What are the solutions? Where are my opportunities? Next, you're the boss, right? You're the pet boss. I want you to start to think about what can be removed or changed from my existing business. If you're totally stressed out with keeping up with pet sitting scheduling or processing paperwork or ordering products or keeping up with your delivery plus online orders or handling it when groomers call off, I want you to take a hard look at your business because we're trying to build a business that supports the lifestyle you want. And I know that you didn't want to work as much as you're working. So what can be changed? Are there certain products that you just can't get anymore or are too time consuming to process or are just too slow and you're not getting the profit margin that you need? Cut them out. Are there services that could be consolidated? Meaning maybe you shouldn't offer 15 different kinds of pet sitting visits, condense it all into a 30 minute or 60 minute visit. There is no reason to have so many a la carte options. It only makes booking harder, billing harder, makes everything harder. And so that's when I go back to, there are things and decisions that we make either early on in our business, because we need to get the business, but now we have so much business that it's stressing us out. And we don't have the team to support us. So now it's time to look at how do we change things? What services can be consolidated or completely removed? Is there another source to find the things that you need? I know a lot of you, your supply chains, I've been screwed with and messed with. It's a pain in the butt. So you have the choice. It's your company. Pick a different vendor, find a different product, cut out the whole thing altogether, pivot to your business. You're the boss. Make some decisions. Do you need to adjust your hours? Maybe. Maybe your staff needs a day off. Maybe you need a day off. It's okay to close. It's okay to close on Sundays. It's okay to close on Monday. It's okay to close on the slowest day of the week, even if it's a Thursday, as long as your big distributor order isn't coming that day. And you know what? Even if it is, I'd say, why? What's the solution there? Can I call my distributor and see if they can move my delivery day? Could I go to the distributor and pick up merchandise from their warehouse? It may not be solvable, but if we start to ask, why is this causing me a headache and what opportunities exist for me and what solutions are out there, we can all move forward. You can move forward with how you want to build a business that supports the life that you want. There's a pet retailer in our community who needed time with her family and her kids and everybody was at work way too much. Kids were at work, husband's at work, she's at work. And she's like, I just need a day off with my family. I didn't, I didn't ever think that I'd be signing up my kids to be, you know, basically working my shop. And so they closed on Sundays. Best decision she said she ever made because now she has Sundays with her families at home, not talking about business. You have the power to change and make those decisions. I want you to think about how you operate with your customers and, and how available you are to them. It, would it be possible for you to do the same amount of work in less hours during the week? If you closed two days a week, or if you shortened when you do your pet sits visits, or if you shortened the amount of time that you do dog grooms, could you start to free up more time for yourself, 
schedule yourself more efficiently and still do the same amount of revenue. Yes, you have to pay your rent and yes, you're going to have bills that you would have even if you're closed, but you won't have the overhead expenses of payroll and you wouldn't be stretching yourself out too thin if you can't find the team to support you. All just questions that you need to ask yourself. Are there boundaries that you need to put in place? If you're stressed out because all the communication is coming straight to you, ask yourself, why is that happening? Does your team have a way to communicate with each other and to communicate the needs of the business without just randomly sending you text messages and emails all the time? You set the expectation for how people treat you, whether it's your team or your clients. And so you want to set that expectation early and communicate it consistently, put it in your email signatures, put posts up about it in your team, Facebook group, put it on your website, do social media posts. If you have to, but when it comes to clients, leave flyers at their homes, like whatever you need to do to help communicate the boundaries and the rules of your business, you should do that because you have to fill your cup up first. As they say in the airlines, put that oxygen tank on first. It has to come on you first so that you can help others. And when we get too tapped out and too drained, it doesn't do anybody any good. Our team struggles when we, when we don't show up as the right leader for them, our significant others and our children don't need to see us that way. Our parents and our siblings might need us, but we just don't have the energy to give to them. And so when we're being pulled so thin, the only person who can change that is you. And so it's worth thinking about the challenges you're facing and understanding why they happen, what opportunities are there for you to change and what boundaries need to be put in place so that you can begin to fill your cup up. Maybe there's a manager who could start to field phone calls during specific times of the day so that your day isn't getting interrupted. I have a friend who has a pet business in Chicago. They do pet sitting and she set boundaries and said, I don't want to have to take phone calls, emergency phone calls from team about pet sitting visits or client questions. And so she hired a manager from like six in the morning until maybe nine in the morning who fielded all the phone calls and she trained them and it was a virtual position. And that person helped the team of, of dog walkers and pet sitters and helped answer the questions for the clients. And then there was another one that got on call from 5 p.m. until I think probably nine o'clock at night. And that allowed this business owner to remove those business distractions when it was important for her to be with her family. Those are boundaries we put in place. And when you start to make these decisions and, and evaluate your business or put these expectations of communication in place, I don't want you to feel guilty. Never feel guilty about this, whether it's with a team or with a client, you set those boundaries. And the minute you let people manipulate you or guilt you in changing them, those clients or the team will continue to push your buttons and try to get what they want. And you know what, honestly, and I probably didn't feel this way early in my career when I was trying to get clients and get business. I know you bend over backwards for people, but life is too short. You really need to work with the people that you want to work with. And those clients and those employees, they may just be better served by other people. You have the choice on who you surround yourself with. Let that sink in. I can't change that for you. Your coworker or your employee is not going to leave unless you let them go. 
that client who's driving you crazy is not gonna go until you fire them, <laughs> okay? Only you have the power to change the situation that you're in. Okay, I also wanna mention that anything is worth testing. Anything and everything that's gonna fix the situation to build the business that supports the lifestyle that you want is worth testing. And remember, nothing has to be for forever. Okay. You can make a decision to change your hours and reframe when people can book and change your packages. You can make that decision and know that it's just temporary. And you can even communicate that, Hey, we're just trying something. We have a family emergency. We need to make some changes due to staffing issues. We're changing things up, blame it on whatever you want to blame it on, because you know what? It doesn't have to be for forever because you're the boss. It's your business and you can make those decisions. Try it for 30 days. See how it goes. If it doesn't work out, pivot, reopen, add more hours. Just don't live in fear of what your customers might do or think or say or leave you. Don't let anybody hold you hostage and making a decision about your business. Next thing I want to mention is I want you to get time off on the calendar. I want your time on the time off calendar. I want you to have your three-day weekends, your week off, your time to go to the trade show you want to go to and add some beach time while you're there, pool time while you're there. I want that for you. So if you can put that on the calendar first, then let your team put in their time off requests. You know, we had rules at our company that only a certain amount of people could be off during uh, or at a time. Make sure to get your time off on there first, because otherwise I know what happens. You end up filling in for everybody else and you never get your time off. Start to plan your calendar in time blocks and really become efficient with how you're using your time so that you can get more time off to fill your cup back up. Find those hobbies, watch TV, cuddle with your spouse, hang out with your dogs, take the dogs to the nature preserves, do the beach trip, whatever it is that you need. You have to schedule that time in. And the only way you're gonna to get to do that stuff is if you become really efficient at all the other things that you have going on. And you gotta limit distractions, guys. I, I just wanna say that so many times when I talk to not just pet industry professionals, but any small business owner, and even myself, this happens to myself so easily, our time gets filled with all these distractions. So many distractions. And if we just became more disciplined and effective with how we're working, gosh, we'd free up so much more time. So I'd love for you to think about your calendar, what your responsibilities are, how you can shift things around on your days, crunch things together to make a positive change in your life. And that might not work for you. And if you're thinking that right now, Candace, this isn't going to work for me. I'm open seven days a week, 10 to eight we got deliveries, we got customers, our customers would freak out. I'm always recovering people's shifts. I'll say, why not go back to the why? Why is that happening? Why? Maybe the why is you need to hire better. Maybe the wire is you don't put enough advertisements out there to hire people. Maybe the why it's happening is because you're open too much. <laughs> and you should look at when you actually do have the best sales and start to just tweak things here and there, shave off an hour here or there make subtle changes to just see how it opens up for you and evaluate over a short period of time. And please try not to let what other people say about you and the choices that you make devalue the work that you do and the job that you're doing. You're doing good work. You are a brave soul who has 
opened up their own business and is having the courage to try something that many people will never try to do. And you're an amazing human being. If there's anything that I've learned in my personal development and journey, it's that I'm the only person in my whole life who will care enough to actually make change to the problems that I'm facing and how I'm feeling. Nobody else can do that for me. You're the answer. So you need to make a decision and then you need to make the decision right. I hope you found this episode helpful. I'm feeling passionate tonight. I'm in coaching week with hundreds of pet professionals and the pet boss club is open. I hope you join us because I appreciate the work you're doing and I'm here to be your biggest cheerleader. Guys, I'm just so honored that you are tuning into this podcast. And did you know that we've already reached the top 3% of all podcasts across the globe? It's amazing. We're climbing the charts because of our awesome listeners like you. I know there's still pet professionals out there who need to hear all of our doggone good tips shared on this show. Can you help us find them? You know, how you do that is that when you click to follow the podcast, or the more you download different episodes, or if you choose to leave us a review, those things will help the podcast get pushed out into the world so that more people who need to hear this will find it. Thanks so much for your support. And until we talk next week, stay focused, stay motivated, and go boss your business.